0: Hey there, I'm Pat Wally and this is Credit Matters, a show from your friends here at Dignity Credit Solutions. We visit with successful entrepreneurs as they share how they got started and how they grew their business over the years. So sit back, turn us up and enjoy as we pull back the curtain on business, people, finances and how you can improve your credit because credit matters. Welcome, welcome. This is Pat Wally with Credit Matters, and I have a very special guest with me today. All my guests are special, but Stephanie is really awesome. Uh, I've only met her one time, but you know, we just kind of hit it off and we've been following each other on social media, and she's just doing some amazing things. I just had to have her on this show. So uh, real quick, Stephanie Mears is an entrepreneur, author, speaker, community involvement, wife, and mother and she has a full-time job. So on top of all that, she's spread everywhere, but she does such a great job at serving her community, her family, and the people that she works with. I uh, just want to welcome you, Stephanie. Thanks for being on the podcast today.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: You bet. Um, and, you know, today we're, what is it, the, near the end of March, and we're in a global pandemic.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's definitely so, unique uh we're in a very unique time right now for sure and you know what's really interesting to me is you see these people who are in just complete fear mode and and just buying tons of toilet paper which you know (laughs) toilet paper I wouldn't I thought for sure people would be buying alcohol or something in bulk but toilet paper I mean that makes way more sense right um
0: Uh, yes (laughs) I don't get it (laughs)
1: I don't either. And then you see the other people who are like, you know, what? I know everything's going to come be okay in the end. We'll learn something from this, and we'll move forward. And I think those people right. tend to be more faith based.
0: I think so. I mean, we we got um. And you know, we talked a little bit before the podcast started that we, you know, we've got both our churches, and um, and we host a Bible study here at our home on Sundays. So we did a Zoom call for our Bible study. That was kind of cool. Little different. Uh, some people aren't as technologically savvy as others, so it took a minute to get everything going. <laughs> but are you, are you now? We and we talked a little bit about that before. So you, you've got your kids at home now, uh, but normally they're in a, in a private school, yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah. They, uh, so yes, we put our kids in private school at uh, the beginning of. Um the fall of last year, um because of some interesting new state laws that we weren't comfortable with, so we went ahead and moved forward on a Christian basis, but also so they could have that really good ground of uh faith uh, to move forward with
0: yeah, uh, we and ours went through private school as well, oh. so that was really nice yeah one one our son went all the way through high school, well it was my stepson, but he went all the way through high school and graduated like a graduating class of I think six, <laughs> so that was kind of weird. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that the education is definitely more um flexible in the private school
1: it's pretty
0: wonderful, <laughs> yeah, cool so now you've got you got your kids at home, your husband's at home you're at home
1: yeah, yeah
0: is is home feeling a little crowded right now, or
1: uh no you know, so i'm really really um i feel very blessed and very thankful that I actually created an office for myself last year so I could work from home more um Mm -hmm. so I actually can shut the door whenever I need to work for a little bit and uh you know have my own space to work in if I didn't (laughs) have it I would absolutely feel very um you know condensed uh, trying to uh, work with my four-year-old who loves to be in zoom calls especially on podcasts that are being you'll see almost every single one she walks in and says hello hi i'm tiffany and i'm all oh that's cool that's my four-year-old i love her so much (laughs) and she's She's
0: already a superstar
1: she's she's gonna be ceo someday she is
0: (laughs) that's awesome and uh, speaking of CEO, uh, you are the co-founder. I'm just going to, I'm going to just go through some of the things that you're doing. Okay. Um, so you worked at Desert Capital Management. Can we say that in this podcast? Absolutely. Okay, Perfect. Uh, if not, we would have to edit it out. But since it's here, I guess I didn't edit it out. And you are vice president of that company. Yep. And you and you and you're a part owner. Now you started out as what a file clerk or <laughs> uh,
1: So like a, a secretarial type of position. And I went in with a master's degree, so I still went with went in with quite a bit of knowledge. But I had no I had no knowledge really of how the financial industry worked or how it actually um how real life looks in the financial industry right and so i didn't want to go in there saying yeah i'll be a manager if i didn't know anything about like aside from the very little knowledge i got in my master's, master's degree and everything else of the stock market being in the stock market and learning about it is completely unique and it's definitely um a very interesting job but what's really great is yes I worked my way up from uh, being a secretary basically or being an administrative person to now being the vice president mostly due to the fact that I'm a bit of a workaholic not to lie um, but um, but I take that as a positive thing I have a lot of energy and I'm putting it toward something that is going to um, you know that has massively benefited my family and also a, a ton of people um, that that works with the company because I, I mean, I really um, feel very bonded by every person that we work with. Um, and, uh, and that is not just uh, the people who work for the firm, but rather also some the clients. I mean, it's just a different level of service. I just love it. I love it.
0: That's so cool. And yeah, you're dealing with some personal, very, um, i I'll, I'll use the word intimate because our finances are intimate to our daily, daily walk, what we do every day. Yeah. And you're actually, right now, especially, and we'll get to that a little bit later in the podcast, but right now, uh, your firm is helping people actually grow their portfolios when a lot of people are losing money uh-huh. and running in fear. Yeah. Of, exactly. I don't even know what the market's doing today. I don't even look until the end of the day anymore. I don't, well,
1: I'm happy about it today. I mean, that's only because they just said, yes, let's go ahead and uh, give $1.2 trillion. But uh, the, the government just said that. So the market's up almost 2000 points, but that's pretty yeah. calm. Whenever there's positive news, the markets go up whenever there's negative right. news. There's been a lot of negative news markets go down. So
0: it's like a rumor mill, right? <laughs>
1: exactly. And it's all based off people's fears and um, uh, people who are reacting quickly as opposed to thinking logically.
0: Right. And it's, it's long term, right? You got to be long term. Yep.
1: Unless and, you're trading options or trading commodities, like short term commodities, that's different. But for sure. people who are regular traders.
0: Yeah, yeah, they don't. This doesn't. I mean, actually, this is actually an opportunity for some people because the Bye. stock price. I mean, I watch and, and just for my listeners, we're not going to be giving any stock tips. We're nope. not going to be giving. Uh, we're going to keep all. Uh, Steph is going to keep on regulations. But I just happened to notice that Boeing, who had like a 75% loss, their stock started going up yesterday. I thought that was pretty interesting. So,
1: Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're going to be one that we're going to be watching for sure.
0: Sure. Um, so now you you got a, a master's in business administration mm-hmm. and you came on as an uh, administrative position at a company, which you yep. could have come in as a manager, but that, that was great. You learned the trade. You moved your way up to vice president and you're helping hundreds or thousands. I don't know how many clients you have, but a lot, a lot of people make some money. And well, I'm helping, I'm
1: helping the firm uh, in, in total, and then I'm helping clients indirectly by okay. being part of the firm, yeah. I got
0: gotcha. you. Yeah. And, and that's not about just making money, it's securing their financial future in retirement.
1: Exactly. and retirement. Exactly. I think
0: a lot of people just, you know, they're, they're um, invested in their company's 401k, and they think social security and 401k is going to be enough and maybe it will, maybe it won't. But I think that you really got to be proactive in your finances to make sure that you have what it takes to retire because we're retiring longer. I mean, people are staying retired for 20, 30 or longer, 20, 30 years longer.
1: Absolutely. And then there's a lot of people who I know who are 95 years old and still not retired.
0: Dang, work until they die.
1: They really are. It's amazing.
0: <laughs> They're dropping dead at work. Um <laughs> Now, you've been a, profession, a marketing professional for over 15 years. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. So before I started working for Desert Capital, I actually worked underneath the vice president of the Penny Saver. Do you guys remember that little book we used to get in the mail like Ooh. a long time ago, the Penny Saver? Yeah. So I actually worked for the Penny Saver and the marketing department right underneath the vice president. So I was, um, and it was for California and Florida. And so I was going on to different TV stations, radio stations, doing trade deals with, um, uh, I mean, just a whole bunch of really unique situations like Safetyville and the zoo and we're putting on all these events with um these all the different uh fun kid type of events but we're also we were putting on really big events like with Sacramento magazine where we were helping with best of the best. So it was a really, a really fun job. I did not realize how unique that job was when I was in it. Like I got mm-hmm. a chance to meet a bunch of country stars that I had no idea who they were. Like I think I met <laughs> Underwood and a couple other people but I was like how did I wow. know who that person was? You know? <laughs>
0: so Shoot. I used to live in Oklahoma, and when you drive into, uh, it's, I forget the town, Chicota, uh, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. When you drive into Chicota, Oklahoma, there's this huge sign that says, Home of Carrie Underwood and the, the whatever show that was. She was on, da- uh, not Dance with the Stars, or uh, Star Search, or whatever it was. And, and then underneath is, Welcome to Chicota, Oklahoma. Little tiny, the town sign was, I mean, literally, it was like a billboard of, welcome to the home of Carrie Underwood. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so the penny saver, yeah, I I remember that was a a staple in our home.
1: It was, yeah. And I also helped with their on, building their online presence too. So I helped a lot with those type of things for the penny saver for years. And I really enjoyed that job. Um, And so, uh, but it was very, a very unique job. I was on TV and radio very often. Um, And again, I just thought that was normal. But
0: a <laughs> <struggle>. <laughs> well, I appreciate you uh, bringing your talent to this, this, uh, you know, it's a humble podcast right now. Hopefully we'll get a, bit, a little bit larger, but it's really about trying to promote you and, and what you do, because I think that what you do, Stephanie, this is why I wanted you on is you've got some amazing things uh, such as your book. Uh, so you talk about TV and radio, your mm-hmm. book has got you booked on quite a bit of uh, media exposure as well, right? Yeah. Uh, tell, Tell us about Women of Perfection, Perfectly Imperfect.
1: Yeah, so, uh, so my book, yeah, I have, um, so I released it in November, the same day it came out, it was Amazon number one bestseller, which I was so excited about. Um, And ever since I released my book, I've actually booked several speaking engagements, kind of just talking about my life and um, living as a child um, who lived on the streets to and lived in uh, massive poverty, poverty, lived around gang members and uh, saw lots of drug stuff and stuff. And um, so I literally got a, have an opportunity now to talk about how I can come from literally living on the streets to now being a vice president of an investment firm and being extremely comfortable in where I'm at. So it's been a really amazing experience to, um, to share my life, um, now that I'm not afraid to share it, because before I was very scared to say to people, you know, I came from the streets, I thought they would be judging me on a negative way, but mm-hmm. what I'm learning mm-hmm. is most people see that as Wow look what she came from and look what she's doing now um, not that I'm doing anything amazing or anything i'm just i'm'm I'm doing what I think is right and moving each day one step forward every day
0: sure now when you say before before what
1: um so a couple of years ago <laughs> i um, I really was struggling with um, dealing with some overcoming some of the issues or obstacles i was presented with as a child and so i started going to a hypnotherapist that person basically said you know uh help me kind of get over some of my fears and then i started sharing what i had been going through and i realized Mm. that i was able to touched the hearts of people when I was around them because, um, not because of who I am, but because of the situation I came from to where I am today. And I was, I've been in shock how many times I've come up, I've gone to speak at different events, and people will say, I went through something so similar, and I'm so happy that I have somebody to talk to, we should meet, or one person come up to me and said, you know, tomorrow is going to be my day that I was going to commit, you know, suicide and i'm i'm not going to now i just you know please Mm. give me a call tomorrow and i'm like i'll call you every day for the next like five you know (laughs) next week whatever you need and um so those are the moments for me that are like okay so i was meant to share my story i was meant to um to tell people that they can come from nothing and turn themselves into something and you know um that i didn't have to go through all of that for no reason whatsoever but to to Mm -hmm. encourage and inspire people um that they're not stuck
0: yeah, so many people do get stuck too, Stephanie. That's um, I used to just say people are on pause, right? An event happens and it just puts them on pause, and then there, there's a circle, and they just keep washing around the same circle over and over and over and over again, and it never seems to get unstuck. Now, what was it that that got you unstuck? I mean, you had I don't I don't want to spoil the book. Okay, so there was a lot of things that happened in your life to get you to a point. Do you remember when, when you actually moved from being stuck to moving forward?
1: Yeah, so when I was, <laughs> uh, when I was eight years old, I was living um, in a drug dealer's apartment and um, with my mom. Uh, maybe a little younger, I think it was like seven and a half. Um, and I called my grandmother and just basically said, Okay, I'm done with this life. I don't want this life. I have no desire to be stuck in this life. This is not where I want to be. Um I'm seeing really horrible things every single day. Um, you know, grandma, come take me away. And uh oh no, we were living on the streets at that time. We weren't with the mm. And so um uh so I literally um yeah and and by that decision I ended up testifying against my mother in court when I was eight years old and um and basically saying, you know, she would only try to bring us back basically so we could she could get welfare um and so we i had to testify against her saying that she was doing these really horrible things and Mm. um and so that was a big shift for an eight-year-old for any eight-year-old to make a decision that's that life-altering and then have to testify against their own mother in court is not exactly easy. But that Mm -hmm. shift made me realize how strong I was and that I can have the Hallmark movie. I can have what I always looked at and was (laughs) like, oh my gosh, I want that Hallmark movie for life. (laughs) Right. And um, and and you know it's really funny is, you know, it's taking me years to do it, but I feel like I'm in my own little Hallmark movie.
0: Heck yeah you are. Yeah. So you're you know you've got the the story which you turned into a book to share with other people so that more people can find out and and you mentioned, you know, you, had, you know, you've had people actually come up to you and say, you know, tomorrow was the day I was gonna check out.
1: Yeah. I, that, and that, I've had that
0: experience.
1: But <laughs> great, all at once.
0: <laughs> yeah, when somebody shares that with you, I mean, there's a huge sense of responsibility in some level.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But at the same time, you're like, thank you, God, for putting me in that person's path at just the right moment. Because you know, that's a life changer, right? Just a little bit of shift and people can change their life forever.
1: Exactly.
0: Well, you know, kudos uh, to you that at eight years old, you knew a little bit between right and wrong and you were um, strong enough to do that. I'm sure it was very scary and, you know, hats off to your grandma for helping to support you through that because that that had to be difficult against, was that her daughter?
1: Uh, No, it was my, my biological father's
0: mom. Mom? Okay. Yeah.
1: But he wasn't a no. picture since I was two, so
0: yeah, i'm sorry so have you um? Have you been able to uh, reconcile with your mom Yes,
1: yeah, so uh yeah, actually, uh, with both my parents, so I am not one to hold on to grudges. I am all about you know what I don't want them to live in my headspace and get rid for free right, uh, right. and I <laughs> don't want, I definitely don't want them to uh or anything to be holding me back from what my true potential is, and if we have something stuck in our heads of of anger and and uh regret mm-hmm. or, or um, frustrations toward anyone or toward ourselves, then it does nothing but hurt us in the long run. So I actually uh, at a pretty young age decided I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to be angry with my fa- my parents anymore or anybody who had hurt me. And so um, I, with, with God and with the support of, of my church, I was able to kind of overcome a lot of, frustrations i had with especially my mom um and when i was 25 years old i got pregnant with my and we we tried to establish a relationship my mom was still on drugs um she was on heroin and so she was really hard to be able to communicate with but once I was 25, I got pregnant with my son and I said, you know, I love you and I want you to be a part of our lives, but you can't be on. And so she actually became sober after seven years, uh, within seven, well for four, seven years. And she, um, her and I developed a great relationship and same with my father. I was able to have a conversation without, without him being upset for once finally. (laughs) Um, but I've, I've forgiven and moved on and, um, I, and I'm hoping they've forgiven themselves to move on too. I mean, um, we're not supposed to be stuck
0: in the past. No, I like that. Don't rent my headspace for free. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> um, I've not ever, ever heard anybody really put it that way. We're going to use that, okay? Okay. Uh, rent headspace for free. That's free rent. We don't we don't believe in free rent, right? <laughs> um, not in the sense. There's enough stuff going on up there. I don't need there's a lot there, going on. Right? Yeah, so. Well, and I've heard somebody say it, it's like taking poison and hoping the other person gets sick. Mm-hmm. You know, that's exactly. so so wild. So now does that, does that tie in to, and, and by the way, I'm so proud of you uh, that you not only overcame what you were dealing with at the time and, and had to go through the court. I mean, as an adult being in the court system, that's challenging, but as a child, I imagine that was really hard and to be able to carry that for many years forward. That's a lot of years of of confusion, yeah. Um, so yeah. We're very, very proud that you took that step to make the move to forgive. Thank it was you. way cool. Um, now, do you carry that into your your? your you you are the host of a uh, co-founder of a, of Empower Hour, the women's networking group, and and you said how many members? And I actually got it wrong. I said one point two. You've got two point one million members in this Empower Hour. That you're have, a co-founder of?
1: Yeah, we have. Um, so, um, yes. So, I'm the I'm currently the president and CEO of Empower Hour. Uh, we did I did co-found it um, almost four years ago, and um, through partnerships, we have two point uh, one million followers. So, we actually have um, a, two point one million people that we reach out to on a monthly basis. Wow. Yeah, I no. uh, totally didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> definitely didn't expect to, uh, Empower Hour to be anything other than just a bunch of women who wanted to love and support each other and genuinely care about each other. Uh, we, that's all we wanted in our group. And now we have nine branches around the United States and uh, more that are wanting to open that I that takes time. <laughs> um, sure. So uh, and, you know, more partners that are trying to join us. And we have, um, you know, we have a really an amazing Opportunity to, to really reach out and help women around the world uh, with mentoring and with uh, community and creating more branches and really just trying to honestly love and support one another with zero cattiness. That's not allowed.
0: <laughs> no cat. No cats allowed. Right. Nope. All of so all love. Tell us about um, what what is the what is the uh, like what what is the empower hour about.
1: Yeah. So Empower Hour's mission is literally just to uh, to to network with other women and support one another in ways that they're not being supported. So for example, if someone calls and says, hey, I need help with this, uh, like, um, you know, food or a place to stay, or I need a job, uh, Empower actually helps with a lot of those things through mm-hmm. the butterfly element if it's needing any funding.
0: The butterfly element. So I was actually going to, Dive into that, so I'm glad that you mentioned oh, okay, that. So, <clears throat> so so, Empower Hour is a, a platform that people can, women can uh, get in touch. What's the, we're gonna, and what's the best way for that? Is that through social media or is there a website?
1: Yeah, so uh, we have social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and then we also have, and the speakers actually, because we have speakers every single month, uh, the speakers we record and put them onto YouTube too, so that way they, there's more educational things out there um, from Empower specifically, um, but we also have a website, it's um, EmpowerHour.net.
0: EmpowerHour.net, and that's only women?
1: Uh, well, I mean, we actually have had quite a few guys lately that say they want to come hang out with us, I'm like, yeah. Sure. Like more, the merrier.
0: Let's just show them I, I, up. I wonder if there's a similar uh, group for guys because I think that I've, I've meet a lot of guys. I've, I can kind of peel back the layers and, and get to the root. And I, I know there's a lot of guys hurt. Uh, they just, some of them don't want to show it, right? <laughs> so,
1: yeah.
0: It's, it's good to know that there's other people out there, like you mentioned before. Hey, you didn't even know that somebody was going through the same thing. Mm hmm. You know, and I think that's so important to collaborate and share and and bond. I mean, that's that's what we're here for. Right. (laughs) So So true. That's so that's so awesome. And so then from the Empower Hour, uh, you can direct them into your nonprofit, the Butterfly Element. Tell us how those two work together.
1: Yeah. So about a year ago, I I met with a girl named Kristen Hughes. Uh, She Well, I've known her for years. Her daughter watched my kids. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I met her at the country club. She's a wonderful lady. She actually started the Butterfly Element um, quite a few years ago, but recently we decided to change it into a little bit different of a nonprofit. It's going to be, it's actually considered now a referral nonprofit. So the Butterfly Element now has several programs underneath the the, uh, Butterfly Element. So all funds go into the 501c3, so it's a tax deduction, and then- what with that, within the butterfly element, then those things can then, um, we have several different programs that people can actually be um, helped with. So for example, okay. <clears throat> excuse, excuse me, sorry. So for example, the, butterf- the uh, um, Empower Hour helps women and children on the streets specifically. Okay. Kind of guess why, right? Um, (laughs) uh, We help women and children on the streets. We literally will go and um, help homeless in their camps, bring them food. Um, If we see children, we usually call CPS because a lot of people don't know people, uh, children on the streets are being sex trafficked. It's very, very common. Um, uh, so we, we check that too. Um, we're helping women who are um, in a place where they're couch surfing or living in their car. Um, so Empower Hour helps them that way. Then we also have other programs too. So we also have a coaching, um, coaching programs for um people who come in and need the help but can't afford it so for mm-hmm. example we have a, a business coach we have a um a children's coach a youth coach we have a grieving coach we also have an estate liquidators um, coach as well a life coach so when people are are really going through a hard time like right now is a perfect time for this
0: <laughs> yeah
1: when <laughs> people are having a hard time they'll come to butterfly ellen and say you know what i really need help but you know i just can't afford five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars a month they have a coach can I have can I can can I get help from you guys and we provide a coach for them for free nice isn't that wonderful and it is really amazing them get to their next level and help them get onto their feet eventually we're trying to make it to where we'll have a coaching program um to where that we can train coaches to then coach more people therefore it'll be kind of a, a, a trifecta effect
0: spending out sure that makes sense <laughs> And so now, how? So, do you have an opportunity for other, um, other nonprofits to partner up with you? Say, for instance, like other people that are giving out food, or that provide, say, suitcases or sleeping bags or other other um, helpful items? Can they partner with with the Butterfly Factor? How does that
1: work? Absolutely. absolutely Absolutely. so we're all about also providing um uh information right so we can't always help every person that comes in sometimes Mm -hmm. their their need is much higher than we can do so we'll we'll refer them to the right person so it could be chicks in crisis it could be um you know uh it could be something, uh, uh, the, the, the sister's house. It could, be, it could be any of these other nonprofits, right? Um, that we can refer to, because if we can't help them, we can at least show them who we can talk to and who they should be talking to, to mm-hmm. make sure their needs are being fulfilled. We also yeah. have partnered um, with a couple other nonprofits in the area called uh, the Happiness Project, as well as um, Happy, New- Happy Neighborhood Project, as well right. as um, NAASA, which is national safety awareness. Nope, I'm saying that um, wrong. But but it's it's another <laughs> nonprofit that helps uh, children from being sex trafficked. So it's okay. it's a really I mean that's we're all about just trying to help. But we're not all, we're not the type that says well we need all the funding we need all the right, help. No right. no no. We just want to help other people.
0: And and you have a, a portal that people can donate to your nonprofit if they need to.
1: Yeah. So, uh, if they go to the butterfly there's a donate button and they can donate to, um, or be a sponsor, um, oh, cool. to the butterfly element. And the sponsorship is actually really cool because, um, we're putting on some very large events, like a gala we're put- that's going to have uh, about 400 people. Um, we're going to have a conference and then we're also doing a very beautiful event for caregivers. Um, and there's going to be tons of media, tons of I mean tons of stuff out there uh, to where those all of the sponsors are gonna get some really great coverage.
0: That's awesome. Yeah and so and they can also <laughs> and it's a nonprofit. I mean yeah. you're helping out people, right? It's so do. you mentioned the happy neighborhood, that's Edwin, right? Yeah, it's yeah I know yeah. Edwin. Yeah. I love Edwin. He's, such a <laughs>
1: he's sweetheart. awesome.
0: And, and he just did he talks to like what I can't do. It. He's got a South African voice or something. It's the coolest guy you ever wanted. to meet. Just, just he's got like a permanent smile patient. on he his does. face is fun guy. Cool. I'm glad you guys are part of that too. Um, so we're getting, I think we're getting close to, uh, wrapping up here. This is actually, this is the part of my show that I like to expose my guests.
1: Okay, (laughs) let's do it.
0: Um, not, 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 I don't dig too deep, but I like to always ask, you know, what, what was the fastest you've ever been in a vehicle?
1: Um, with me driving? Either or, oh, probably ninety, eighty-five.
0: Okay, so not. I I talked to one person it was like one forty-eight or something like that. I was like, oh my gosh, so
1: not your thing, right? No, nope, not my thing.
0: That's good. That's good. And I, you know, I, I should have asked before because I mean, I hope you don't ever have a bad experience in a vehicle at high speed. So actually, yeah, somebody had been what was it, two hundred and some odd miles an hour, but they were in a speedboat. They were a uh, Hydrochloric, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so cool. Uh, now, if if I were to uh, open your garage, what what kind of car? If you had your perfect car in there, what kind of car would that be?
1: Uh, the car I have actually, it's a Mercedes, uh, 2019 um, C-Class Mercedes. It's really pretty. I really, yeah. Yeah. You
0: like it? What color is it?
1: Uh, it's like um a gray grayish, uh, metallic metallic. It's really pretty. I love it. That's I, awesome. I, I actually own the dream. Or I actually have the car that I've wanted for a very long time.
0: So, so you have the dream car, the dream husband, the dream yep. house. Yep. And and, and the I, dream kids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is my Hallmark movie.
0: That is awesome. We should make the, the empower hour Hallmark movie. What would you call a movie? If you were to name a, your movie, what would you call it? You know,
1: from rags to riches,
0: from rags to riches. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, because you can probably still very vividly remember what it was like to be hungry and not know where you were going to sleep the next day. And
1: yeah, every single day. I think, day. Every I think there's day. a
0: lot of people out there that don't realize how many people are in that same exact scenario right now yeah. in this country. And they're not bad people. Nope. Uh, some, of them, some of them have made some really, really bad choices, but there's a lot of individuals and families out there that are suffering and struggling that are just a victim of financial circumstances, uh, which I think that's very interesting. That you're in the financial industry for helping people, um, you know, em- empower their financial future.
1: Yep, and every way, every way that in every part of my life, I'm trying to help in different aspects that I did not have the help. So for example, I help people in finances with through the desert capital under the umbrella of that. We help people, women and children on the streets. We help through coaching to where people don't get, don't get caught up in a business or don't get stuck in a business that fails. You know, um, I also have my empower, my books. So that way I can help people. I really, honestly, it's not about me at all on this, on this earth. It's about how can I be helping people? That's really genuinely how I feel.
0: That's awesome. And then you, you get to, so now for speaking gigs, you said you've been booked for different speaking uh, engagements. What's the, what's the biggest crowd that you've been able to uh, share your message with?
1: Uh, So since I'm still very new to sharing my message, um, I would say it was probably a common that was like, like 200 people, maybe three hundred. it was all women for international women's day. I have no idea. So
0: cool though. A couple hundred women in a room. That's a lot of energy
1: yeah and there was a
0: couple men too it was kind of awesome <laughs> you had to be secure to be in a room full of uh, empowered women right yep, it was um, awesome. and was that here in Sacramento or yeah yeah it
1: was here yeah. in Sacramento
0: so we're both in Sacramento I'm up in Folsom you're down in Elk Grove so that's way cool now as if that's not enough okay you're in the Rotary Club Women's Thursday Club yep. Chamber of Commerce Nope. You were an honorary mayor and um, was that the Fair Oaks honorary mayor? Yeah,
1: oh, okay. I, I ran for
0: it. Yeah. Did you run against Lou McNerney?
1: No, I ran against Karen <laughs> um, Barthmore. Okay. Yeah. But
0: Fair Oaks is really cool that way. They have an honorary mayor and it's like a local election. It's kind of cool. I know yeah, that's a, it was really fun. a fun, fun. thing. Uh, you're married. You have a son and daughter.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: what else are you doing? If, if, is there any room i mean stephanie 's life seems like it's pretty full what's what's in the next few years? do you know
1: yeah, so well, first of all, one of the things that i 'm highly involved in as well is uh the rotary you had mentioned that, but something that I actually am real, i would like to just share real quickly and it 's really amazing is we start we started a thing called Um, shop with a cop. And so I actually helped manage and created these two events to help uh, children. It's 80 children in the area of Elk Grove who didn't wasn't going to get anything for Christmas. Nothing. Mm -hmm. so We made it to where they would go in get a hundred and fifty dollar gift card to Walmart and shop with an officer. Because most children who have had really rough situations are very fearful of officers. I know I personally was. And so um, it was a life changing experience for me too because knowing what it's like to be that child and being able to provide and help with through the rotary and the and the officers these christmases that these children they were just i mean lit up they were so happy and so i i got to be a part of and and run um these two shop with the cops and then we're also doing with bowling with badge and fishing with a firefighter too and <laughs> it's just amazing like i love all of that stuff um i'm also um i, I do uh, podcasts uh quite often too um what else do I do? Um, I take my son to baseball, which is most of my time. <laughs> uh, not recently, of course, because of the um, the whole yeah. everything shut down. But typically baseball is, you know, five days a week, three to five hours a day. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and then my daughter's done gymnastics and ballet and my son does trumpet. And so I'm the one who's doing all that too. So yeah, have cool. got more things, right?
0: <laughs> well, hey, you know, that's what parenthood is about. If you get the chance to do that, I think that's great.
1: Yeah, and- I love it.
0: And so, and so, when this is airing, it'll probably be in the early spring. So you'll be just jumping in. Hopefully, all this stuff will be over. You'll be jumping yeah. into to the new uh, season for baseball. So that'll be fun.
1: It will be. It will be really fun. And my son is uh, really anxious to start playing again.
0: <laughs> I bet. Now they're all they're all in the house. What are you? What are your? What's your family doing for During
1: teaching entertainment? Yeah. Um,
0: what are you doing? Uh,
1: so we put our kids on the schedule and ourselves on schedules, uh, cause that we do really well with schedules as our, as our, with our family at least. So, uh, when we first wake up, we go for a walk as a family, um, in, in, um, nature,
0: mm-hmm. staying
1: far, you know, far away from other people. Um, and then we come home, we work out for a little bit. Um, and then the kids do their homework, um, which takes between, um, four and six hours a day. Um, and then, um, we'll have lunch in between that, dinner, then afterward we'll play a family game. Um and then and, and I'm working in between all of this too. So um usually I have to stop at with the, you know, my husband will take over the uh, homework for a little bit so I can come and work for a little bit. Um yeah. and at the end of the day we're we're trying really hard not to have a TV on a lot. Um but we'll have a movie night on Friday nights or something like that. We're trying cool. really hard to not make the kids feel like we're in a completely different world. We're trying to make them feel like they're still that, that this is really just much needed family time as opposed to we're stuck.
0: Right. Yeah. That's, and I think that's so important. That's great that you're doing that. So um, how do your kids, uh, is, your, is the school like doing online? Yes. Ed- education.
1: Yeah. Online education. Yep. Yeah.
0: That's way really cool. So, um, and you mentioned that your husband all of a sudden has the kids around and he said, you he, he made a comment like that you really do have to do laundry nine times a week or something. What, yeah. What's that like having it's, him home?
1: Well, it's <laughs> unique because we're usually in an opposite position where I'm able to do a lot more around the house and do a lot more um, with the kids and everything else because he works very interesting hours. Mm-hmm. And so he's actually, since he's here more and I'm having to work more, um, he's actually kind of had to, and I've also had some health issues recently. So we've had a little change of positions. I guess that happens after 17 years, we change things back and forth, right? Um, so uh, basically, he's been doing pretty much all the housework, all the laundry, doing all of the homework stuff, all of these different things. And normally, I'm the one who does all of it. So it's been a <laughs> completely... Different transition, but I think it was. Uh, it's been a, a good thing. It's been a really good thing.
0: Does he have dishpan hands now?
1: <laughs> no, no. But he definitely is done with doing laundry.
0: <laughs> I bet. Shoot. Yeah. If, we, if I was the one to do the laundry, it would just be in a big pile in the basket and just pick it out of there, right? So, so, so you're you're having fun being a homemaker still?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I still am extremely. Um, I. I don't want my kids to ever feel like they're not number one in my world.
0: Yeah, that's cool. You know?
1: And so I'm all about we have Play-Doh, slime, we have, you know, our are tons of arts and crafts stuff. So we do arts and crafts all the time. We have a leprechaun that comes and joins joins us every um uh what is it st patrick's day we do big things for valentine's day for the kids our kids they feel very um very loved and they feel like they're our number one and that is that's one of my biggest goals no matter how this is out on the outside no matter how much i have going on my kids don't feel like they're getting enough attention or they don't feel that they're um they're not getting enough love or whatever that is i'll stop whatever i'm doing just to be with the kids
0: And your daughter gets to be part of your podcast every now and (laughs) and again. Where is she? All the time. I told her this time. I was
1: like, please don't come in this time, please. And she's like, I might still come in. I might. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Telling a four-year-old, I mean.
0: That's awesome. Our our church actually does something called a Christmas mall where we have the, uh, we set up all the rooms in our churches. In our church, uh, they're like little shopping. It's like a little shopping mall. So each room gets decorated and we have donated um, like basketball. We got a sports area. So there's basketball, soccer balls, tennis balls, bats. Well, I don't think we have any bats, but, and then um, we've got buses that go out and pick up underprivileged kids and bring them in. And then we give them like little paper dollars and say, so, okay, you can go shopping. And it's so cool because so many kids come in there and they're buying things for their sister or their brother or their mom, because they wouldn't normally be able to buy them Christmas gifts. And it's not about just, you know, the material, but it's, so, it, the, what, it's really cool to see the light up in their eyes when they get to give to somebody. Yeah. It's so neat. I'm just, it, I, so Shop with the Cop, I'm gonna, I think that's what we're going to name this episode, if you're cool with that.
1: Sure. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's one of the programs that we run, and it was uh, a, a true success. We even had the mayor and a bunch of uh, people from Congress come out, so it was pretty cool.
0: That's a great idea because I, I know that our um, first responders, especially the police right now, are under huge duress. Um, our media tends to, I don't know, I'm, I'm not going to make any opinions about it, but it just seems like it's more difficult to be a police officer in today's day and age than it has been in recent times, in my memory anyway. Um, so... I'm glad that you're doing that and promoting them. I, I'm a very big pro- proponent and supporter of first responders. I've got some friends that are retired and active duty, a military guy myself. So definitely um, happy to support any first responder activity. And then what was the other one? Fishing with firemen?
1: Oh, yeah. So uh, for, well, we're supposed to be doing it in um, the end of March, but it may end up having to get rescheduled depending on what's going on. But it's fishing with a firefighter and then bowling with a badge.
0: Bowling with a badge. I love it. Yeah. And, and this is all for kids.
1: It's 100% for the kids.
0: That's awesome. Well we'll, yeah. have get, we'll have to touch base and figure out how we can partner up on that because I would love to be part of that. It'd be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. I got some, I'll call my retired uh, Rockland PD guy. He, he bicycles. So he's done this. They go to DC and they do like hundreds of miles of bicycling every year. So he's yeah. done that every year oh, for wow. the fallen officers. Um, oh, yeah. yeah he's retired i'll have to to find out where he is he's traveling well i don't know right now but he travels. he's been retired for a year now so well i i mean gosh that was just a great visit with you stephanie i really appreciate you carving out a little bit of time for us and uh, we'll definitely get you on again if possible
1: yeah i think that would be fun
0: cool and so the book how can people get the book
1: Oh, they can go to my, uh, to get the book, they can go to my personal website, which is stephaniemiers.com. And that it has the book, speaking engagements, and the podcast.
0: Perfect. And we're going to have all this information in our show notes. So definitely please visit the show notes. And we'll have the website and the book link and all of our, our, the the butterfly effect where you can donate or become a sponsor. I think that's fantastic that you do that. and you're just continuing to add to your service and i really really appreciate that you do that the kids need advocates right now and i'm so glad that you're one of them Uh, that's so cool and that you're living your hallmark rags to riches hallmark story movie (laughs) so that's so cool is there anything that that you would like to leave our um, audience with today
1: yeah, um, the, the biggest thing that I try to be a proponent of is um, that no matter where you're at in your life, no matter what what's going on in your life, you always have a choice to make changes. And you always um, you always have the ability to make the changes if you're unhappy. You're not stuck with wherever you're at right now. So if you can't figure out how to fix it yourself, go see a coach, come check out The Butterfly Element and we'll provide a coach for you for free. You're not stuck with your life where you're at if you're unhappy. If there's certain aspects of your life and you're not happy and you can't figure out how to fix it, see a coach, see a mentor, talk to a friend. Don't don't feel like you're alone because everybody goes through periods where they're unhappy. It's now time to change and make a transition to where you will be happy.
0: Yeah, that's so awesome. So true too. It's all about change. If you're stuck, I heard a I heard a saying one time, right? If you're digging yourself in a hole stop digging yeah <laughs> so yeah that's right um, very cool so make a change get to the butterfly effect uh go online stephaniemirrors.net or .com?
1: stephanie mirrors.net
0: or.com StephanieMirrors.com. Dot com. go to the show notes and tune in next time for another episode we're going to have a little bit of information after this so go ahead and listen on to the end now, stephanie i appreciate you so much hey you have a blessed blessed day okay
1: thank you, you too thanks
0: Wow, wow. Another fantastic interview. This guest, Stephanie Mears, is doing so many things. I mean, she's a motivational speaker, published author, best selling published author, has her own podcast. She's a, a vice president at a capital management company, she's a mom, Bible study coach. Uh, she does a women's thursday club rotary club she's got a 501c3 called the butterfly element which i definitely recommend you check out as well as her website stephaniemears.com that's M-E-A-R-S-E.com. you get all the goodies there her book perfectly imperfect women of perfection bestseller on amazon go ahead and pick that up today all about overcoming boundaries There's some great testimonials on the site, as well as the ButterflyElement.com, which is her 501c3, helping women and children on the streets with food, housing, cars, etc. It's a great organization, great things. Definitely check that out. Well, my friend, uh, we have reached the end of yet another insightful and special interview. And that means it's time for our Credit Matters Tip of the Week. We talked today about rescue from the hopeless situation of sex trafficking, and while not quite the same, crushing debt and endless credit card payments can definitely feel helpless and hopeless. I just would encourage you to don't give up. Uh, The coronavirus, which we're still in, it will stabilize and it will pass and it will level out and it'll become part of our normal life, but we've learned to adapt and overcome my suggestion is just like we talked about if you find yourself digging yourself into a hole just stop digging the first step is to take the first step in reducing your debt or getting off the street or anything that's dragging you down and keeping you shackled or as a boundary for your success just take the first step and reach out to someone that has resources and can help you at Dignity Credit Solutions, we specialize in recovery and re- rebuilding of your credit and business credit. So go ahead reach out to us dignitycreditsolutions.com. All the information is in the show notes. I just encourage you to keep listening. Join us next week as we welcome a wonderful guest And her book is Broken to Beautiful, a real-life story of crisis to clarity. You're not going to want to miss that one. Tune in, and we bring you another adventure on Credit Matters. I'm your host, Pat Wally, signing off. Be blessed.